Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. Our guest played his junior footy in the Penrith system and debuted for the Panthers in round one, 2015. It was against Canterbury Bankstown. Since, he's played origin and test match footy, but 2020 was probably his biggest challenge because after five years with Penrith, he joined a new club and basically had to start all over again. Regan Campbell-Gillard has dropped in. Mate, what was the easiest part of joining the Eels and what was the most difficult or daunting part? Yeah, um, daunting was probably... um you know, changing clubs, going to a to a different club, and obviously to a rival club that yeah, um, you know Penrith, Penrith and Parramatta have this uh, rivalry going. If if no one really knows about that, but it's been going on for years. Uh, Battle of the West, so yeah. that was that was probably daunting. Um, I'm one of those players that um, you know likes routine and um, doesn't like once I get out of his comfort zone, but um, you know, I like structure and yep. stick to things that I know. So, obviously, Penrith was a, a club that I've I've known since I was a junior. So, that was that was probably the hardest part is is leaving that that team and um, you know close friends that I've uh, played with through juniors as well, uh, and then you know moving to Parramatta. Uh, but you know, everything happens for a reason, mate. And you know, I, I feel like my football uh, got back on track this year. Uh, just purely around the guidance and and team that I had uh, at Parramatta this year, so um, you know it's you know bigger and better things for myself uh, and the club now uh, moving forward for you know twenty twenty one. I agree with everything you said there, mate. Does much change inside a footy club from club to club? The setup, the staff, who does what, who you have to talk to, or is it sort of kind of similar? Similar, yeah, definitely similar in um, you know, different. Um, you know, I've been involved with um, you know some rep- representative uh, teams as well. So everyone has their own system and um, you know routines of how they like to conduct things. So yep. um, you know, being part of part of Penrith and, and Parramatta, they're they're definitely chalk and cheese uh, of setups and things like that. But yep. around the whole, um, you know, probably system and. Um, you know, coaches, players, um, all staff is pretty much the same. Um, you know, in any in, in any NRL uh, club um, at, at at this level. How would you rate your own first year with the Eels? Happy or not? What do you give yourself as a rating out of ten? Ten, probably, uh, probably six, six and a half, maybe seven. Oh shit! You're a hard marker. Yeah, I, there's still definitely a few things um, that I want to. Um, keep improving on. Um, yeah, my weight was a was definitely an issue when I went back to um, to Parramatta. I um, yeah, I hadn't played. Um, yeah, we obviously didn't play semi-finals um, 2019. Yep. Uh, and then Parramatta went on to go, I think, top four. So yeah, their their start time got pushed back uh, yeah. further. So then when I got back to um, you know. Return date. I um I end up getting an infection from um from my overseas um you know trip. So yeah. then that put me back 
uh, pretty much, I think, another five weeks of no running. So then once I went back running, um, yeah, I had elbow surgery as well yep. in that off-season as well. So um, I couldn't really do much uh, pre-Christmas. Yep. Uh, it's just pretty much trying to get my elbow right and the infection. And then uh, once I got back from Christmas, um, yeah, I was I got I got to the weight that I wanted to. Um, but you know, starting off, um, you know, going going there wasn't wasn't too ideal because uh, I definitely felt I could definitely feel the weight that I was carrying, and um, you know, it wasn't a good look either for myself. And um, yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> just purely remember running, just going like these dickheads have signed an absolute dud. Just you know, um, I was just sweating bullets. Just I knew, you know, all eyes were virtually on me from you know yep. Brad and all the coaching staff, and um, I was well behind the well behind the pack of where I'd like to be. But um, yeah, you know, I've always said as well. I've always prided myself not being in um in a fat club as well, and um, yeah, just preseason gone. It was definitely my first um my fat club to be be involved with and um but again that just that just kind of probably um you know showed myself and junior myself and junior did that um yeah. four o'clock starts uh every morning so uh it was just me and him bonding together so um yeah some dark dark days those first few pre-seasons if you're after weight loss tips you're speaking to the wrong fucking bloke i'll give you the tip yeah uh Mate, you're mid twenties now. What age does a front rower play his best footy? Um, I've heard, I've heard, yeah, um, yeah, 28, 29, 30, possibly thirty-one. Um, so yeah, I'm still trying to improve and learn as a front yeah. rower as well, mate. So um, yeah, the game's getting quicker and faster as it is. Um, you got young, skillful kids coming through as well yeah. that are. You know, biting at your heels as well. So you definitely got to keep on your game. But um, yeah, you know, there's still those you know, tough front rolls that um, yeah, every t- every team needs as well uh, during the game. But uh, like I said before, the game is definitely getting getting faster, and with all the rule changing as well, it's um, it's going to be pretty exciting. But um, yeah, a little bit daunting as well, mate. With that, because the game is getting faster, are the bigger front rowers going to have to drop? A couple of kilos with the new rules to play at maybe a lighter weight to keep up with the game. Yeah, I think so. Um, again, I, I feel like we have a really good um, rotation at Parramatta oh. with uh, with size. Um, you know, Junior's three foot six, but um, yeah. seven foot wide. Uh, yeah, and he's he's a he's a player that I absolutely love uh, playing with this year. He's you know skillful. Um, very soft hands and footwork like a like a halfback mate. So um, him, um, Nathan Brown as well. Um, all those all those types of players where their skill uh, definitely comes into play. I think he's going to have a massive advantage. But yeah, I feel um, yeah as the game's getting quicker, then you definitely need to work on uh, probably dropping an extra few kilos just to keep up with the pace. It's a really positive early set combination, isn't it, with yourself, Junior, and Brownie. And in 2020, it appeared everyone clearly knew their role and they stuck to that role and it worked. You're hit up one and it's just charge from the back fence and, and, and try and break through them. Yeah. when um, So during training, I do like to try and uh, you know, ball play just, just in case yeah. um, it's, it's needed. But um, yeah, it's, 
couple of times the ball might go on the on the fucking ground and then <laughs> Brad just Brad just loses his shit, just loses it and just, you know, stick to your fucking job, you yeah. know. Do what do what you do best is just run straight and don't pass. Like, all right, sweet. So yeah, that's purely much um, you know, my role um, you know, in the team is um, you know, and I've always uh Garth Brennan once, you know, told me that um, you know, because I'm playing front row, so the the set always starts with myself. Yep. So um, yeah, I've always kept that in the back of the mind. So um, you know, I've tried to pretty much implement that with um with Parramatta and um just the front rollers purely um around how we start a game and um and you know everyone says setting the tone, but um yeah, it's probably just it determines that first round of how you kind of yeah. how you set kind of plays out as a bit. So um yeah. We we definitely grow a leg when when we score a bloody try. But yeah. um yeah, it's it's um that's pretty much my role is to to do those tough carries. Um I can ball play when it's needed, but um, you know, I've got we've got two blokes uh in the middle with with Brownie and, and Junior that can ball play. So there's there's pretty much no need for me to be a third fucking middle ball playing when it's not needed. The journey for everyone's different. Uh some of the backstories in rugby league are fabulous. You were raised in Mount Druitt and played most sports as a kid like anyone else in Sydney's western suburbs. But as an early teenager, you were right into your soccer and your hockey, right? Not so much rugby yeah. league. Yeah, so I started – I don't know what age I started with, with football, but when it, I think it was maybe under sixes, maybe sevens, um, I was doing that. For Rudy Hill Dragons um, in Wayland, so I'm, I'm not too sure if they're still around, but um, yeah, that was a little junior club close yep. to my um, close to my house. So played for them, did swimming and um, and athletics as well. Um, yeah, mum was right into the into the swimming, so um, I had you know I was just a tall, skinny. Were you um, a big kid? Because you're a monster now. Were you a man child? No, no. Oh, mum reckons I was, but. If I was looking back then, I was probably just um, just tall. Okay, I probably had I probably had a little bit of um, yeah, big boned hips. Yes, um, yeah, around the mid. But um, but other than that, I was yeah, I learned pretty quickly to. Um, there was no kids around my age that did swimming, so I was always first in. You know, the teenagers. Yep. Um, Mum would always put me in. You know, IMs and squads and all that shit and I just you know I just had to roll with it because my brother um was doing it as well so yep. whatever he did I virtually did um yeah stop stop playing football maybe 10 11 uh, hockey so I played indoor uh sorry grass hockey yeah um so went well with that as well um and then played indoor again went well with that as well and then I just felt like myself was I was getting a little bit bigger and um yeah at the time as well hockey was kind of dying out a little bit um at that stage with with just competitions and and yep. things like that so I decided to give that away um started playing soccer so did that for I think maybe two or three years and then um again I just kept getting a little bit bigger yep so um had a mate from from school give me the little heads up that 
uh, yeah, Windsor Wolves were, um, you know, shorter some some players. So I was like, oh, you know, ask mum. Mum yep. goes, oh, you know, do whatever you want, but how are you going to get there? Because mum mum never drove, so she never had a license. So um, I ended up getting a lift out there, talked to the coach, and the you know the coach lived in Mount Druitt, and most of the kids that played in the team were from Mount Druitt. So he just goes, mate, if you want to play, I'll pick you up and um, I'll take you there. So just started from that, and then yeah, the rest is history. It's glad Rugby League did get you back from soccer and hockey. Really looking forward to watching your progress in 2021, mate. Thanks for dropping in and we'll follow your journey with interest. If you're enjoying Andy Raymond Unfiltered, we'd love for you to go to Apple, Spotify or wherever you're listening and subscribe to the podcast and give us a five-star rating and review. And if being polite doesn't work, maybe bribery will. One lucky reviewer wins an unfiltered trucker's hat every week.